If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees, because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use Z checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can, uh, Give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. All right. Right Right out of the gate. Clip the mic. It's uh, The Daily Show 1027. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. Uh, Mike is not with us. Men of our race are still being born with the right stuff. We have Mr. Borzoi filling in, and uh, McNabb is with me, as always. 1027. I mean, that's that's the preferred age for a groiper, right? A groiper (laughs) relationship? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's May-October. It's like 27 and 10. I don't know. (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I know Mike doesn't want... Mike's not here, so we're going to spare him, but hopefully he'll but listen he to this. He cannot stop us. We can talk about this as much as we want. We well, can do an entire A-Log show. I don't want to do an entire A-Log show, but this is a significant scandal that I think has a lot of political ramifications beyond just, like... This isn't A-Logging. This isn't just, like, Kiwi Farm stuff. This isn't... Um, this isn't, like... Uh, one of their streamers having like personal problems and embarrassing himself on the internet, which a couple of them, a handful of them, are just at, just always doing. There's always some kind of sort of personal life dumpster fire struggle happening with some of these people, but this isn't that. This is pretty significant. It became it got it got into the mainstream news um, because it's a grooming scandal. Um, from America felted to, the, Amer- to America felt it's up. It's the yearly. It's the yearly conservative grooming scandal. It, ha- it always happens at least once a year. And it's and it's it stems from a thing that and it's a st- it stems from a, th- a lesson that we learned a long time ago. It's like just don't just don't deal with gays ever. There's no reason to. You know, a long time ago, a long time ago, we would do podcasts. We would have Greg Johnson on as a as a guest, and you know, you you think that like, well, you know, this was very early on, 2015 and 2016, I think. You think he can just do political content and ignore somebody's personal life character and just think you can keep that stuff separate. But it's just, with gays, it's just, it's never separate. You're always going to end up in a, you're going to eventually, if you deal with them long enough, you're going to end up in a situation 
where you find yourself sweeping up for the disgusting things that they do in their personal lives that comes forward. That has even if it has nothing to do with you now with with obviously with America First, I don't think it has nothing to do with them. Well, uh, but we, we used to be very pro gay. We just sort of changed our our, our uh, okay. position. Okay, this is Alex from. Well, HM. you interact. <laughs> you you interacted you interacted with them. It's like, oh, this is why people have a problem with them. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, I remember, I remember like the uh, the thing I remember with dealing with Greg Johnson was the the Kevin Strom situation. I had no idea who Kevin Strom was. Do you remember Kevin Strom? Oh, I forgot about that. Man, I forgot about that. Kevin Strom. Had oh this, man, Kevin Strom. What's their quote, man? He, well, he wrote this banger of an article about uh, Martin Luther King. I don't even remember what the content of of it was. I just remember at the time it was thought it was a banger, and apparently it gets posted every Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Countercurrents or wherever else. And I had no idea, but he was some kind of he was some kind of CSAM enjoyer. I don't remember the details, but there was all this stuff. There was all this evidence. There was. I remember the, the thing I remembered was some kind of handwritten note by his wife that he was signing, declaring that he would go seek help or something or other. And he, he, yeah, he took over National Alliance. He's actually where that fa- that famous oh, fake Voltaire quote comes from. Oh. Uh, and he got convicted on. I don't know. There's going to be people who are saying like it's it's about a lot more complicated. I don't know the specific details, but he got convicted for a CSAM thing. Yeah, and that was the thing that so was did, like, did he, with, did, he uh, did he turn himself into a Taco Bell? Is that part of the story? Oh Lord, I don't know. All I know is that like after post conviction, like you don't want to sweep up for that. And Greg was and Greg was sweeping up for that, and and we were sort of since we were working with him, people were like people because people are giving you shit tests like why are you working with this faggot why are you working with this homo look at he's posting kevin strom you know what kevin strom did and i'm sitting here going like i know that i know that it's wrong to sort of buckle the shit test but like i agree with this shit test <laughs> like why are we dealing with this like i, I don't i don't i don't I, I can i can have like a martin luther coon day without kevin strom you know like i understand like it's just this isn't this is this is like a remnant of the oldie times like we don't have to have like reverence for these people that came before us in like oldie time like the internet, the internet white nationalism that existed before TRS, the, 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 we didn't need like their blessings to to like be legit. Like they wanted our blessing because we were the new thing that was actually becoming popular. Whereas they were sort of stagnating in these old, you know, mired in scandals like that. Like how much I don't know. I don't want to go too far into that, but it's just like that's what happens when you when you talk with gays a lot. They bring more gays to the table, and then they bring scandal to the table, and we got we got the fuck out of that like at least six years ago i don't remember exactly what the date was but it was like all right this was this there's no reason to do this sort of exception politically for people that are this just morally depraved and morally compromised because you just end up you become actually compromised and so fast forward to 2023 and you've got the other side of the optics war because remember what was the optics war you mentioned on on ranch the other day like it was pretending to be an argument about presentation Right. Yeah. So I mean, like the opt. A lot of people when so whenever gripers get into another thing that happens, and what's the thing that people always say? Oh, oh the optics. So optical, they're trying right? to own them on. Uh, they're trying to own them on the optics thing because they took at face value that the optics war was a battle of presentation and appearance. Yeah. When no, it was just a power grab. It was just like it, it was, was basically just a a pretext for a. For an online power grab, essentially. My opinion of what the optics war was is to, to paraphrase. Uh, the Austin Powers films. It was it was a reestablishment of who does number two work for? Because like it's like you had the, you had this alternative right movement. They were they were it was like you've had enough you, you've done enough of this like 
so-called dissident stuff. You've done enough of this racist, racist stuff. You got Donald Trump elected. It's now, it's now time to come back into the fold of like, you're just you're kosher Republicans. You're kosher conservatives. You've said nigger a few times. The ones that, the one, those of you who want to persist in denying the Holocaust, you just have to go now. But we're reestablishing the conservative, this conservative. Uh, this is going to be an arm of the conservative movement. You're going to kind of come back in here now. And people that didn't want to do that, like us, we were like, no, fuck that. And then people like. Uh, the America First, well, America First, I guess, didn't really exist in, it was America First, it was just the name of his show, and, like, Daily Stormer were, like, enthusiastically, yeah, like, yes, we're going to do this. His own until about 2019, like, that's, I mean, he was building up from the, the so-called optics war, but he really didn't come right. his own, and, but there were basically other figures that fought that war that would either later join America First or be kind of, like, the progenitors of it. I just, well, I just remember this heralded the age of the most dishonest internet arguments I'd ever seen. Oh, God. So bad. Yeah. Well, we don't want to do goon marching in the street with the goons. <clears throat> well, what were the goons? I mean, the goons were just people that weren't going to weren't gonna play ball with culture, kosher conservatism. That's what the goons were. That's what yeah. they were against. 2016 was essentially, like, with the memes and, and what we were allowed to do was, like, it was it was the party at the parents' house when the parents weren't home, and then mm-hmm. we got a little too rowdy, and so now Republican dad's back home, and we got to get back in line. Well, yeah, it's like they wanted these, ele- you know, the the Likudniks or not the Chabad guys. They wanted all this energy yeah. to get their guy in, and then once he was Likudnus, in, it's like, all right. Likudniks as well. That's the same. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Kind yeah, of the, they're right. the same side. So, but uh, yeah, and so you you reestablish your optic, and suddenly suddenly. Well, not, it's not even suddenly. It's just like you're in bed with fags, you're in bed with Jews, you're in bed with brown people, and suddenly you're. And, but people worldwide are still calling you a white nationalist movement. It's a very strange dynamic, and it's all it is all boiled down to now. There's a underage boy grooming scandal. Because and, and it's basically and it's fantastic. One of the excuses being used is that the scandal is being exposed by Milo, and they're calling him a gay pedophile. And it's like, well, you worked by your own words, Nick Fuentes. You worked with. Milo Yiannopoulos for three years. Was he a gay pedophile the whole time, or he's just a gay pedophile now because he has dirt on you? And it's like it's not an excuse. Like I believe me, like I'm not. I don't have respect for either of these people, but it's like, what did you? It's like, what did you expect? You get what you fucking deserve. You work with yeah. the, you work with a gay pedophile that's pretending to be Catholic while you're pretending to, pretending to be Catholic. And oops, sex scandal. And now you're trying to use the excuse. Well, this guy's a degenerate gay Jew. It's like, well, you didn't uh, think so while you're like working Spider-Man with Spider-Man meme. Yes. I got shit. I got shit from. Uh, it was around uh, either late 2019 or early 2020. Back when I was still on Twitter, I got shit from Kruipers when I said, "Like, hey, you you probably shouldn't work with this guy. This is a very bad idea." And they were basically making the argument, "No, we were we're using him." That's mm. they always say. That's how it works. Yeah, the answer right. is the answer is political expediency. Like, why do you work with it? But the problem is, like, there's never any payoff for the expediency. What is the expediency? The expediency is the illusion that you're doing more than being a political commentator on YouTube at the time. It was YouTube. Like you, you it's like because I remember we used to get the shit test when we started to grow and we would be advocating for whites and talking about all this Jewish power and injustice. Oh, it's nice for you guys to talk about it. But what are you gonna do about it? So I imagine like he heard the same kinds of shit tests. So like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend to be the America First Foundation, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna vocally support like primary 
campaigns against establishment republicans and it, lo and behold years later it goes nowhere there's not there's not even there's not even a shop to find candidates and fund them anymore like all that stuff is just down the drain because it was all just talk it was all just fraudulent it was all just like how do we how do we have the appearance of making progress as well the appearance of making progress was once a year you throw a uh, conference across the street from cpac and you trick a congress critter into coming speaking there like right now like you know marjorie taylor green who they tricked into doing one of these and who then disavowed them when she found out what they were about and is now attacking them for being uh you know associated with ali akbar they're basically attacking her. It's like, well, wait a minute. Like a year and a half ago, she was your prize. She was the token that you had at, at your conference that made that meant you were legitimate. You were getting you were getting somewhere because Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't know who you were and gave a speech at your at your fucking conference. So what's the political expediency? Like and the answer is nothing. The, the expediency to have the appearance of making progress, making inroads in the conservative movement in the most. The, the biggest piece of evidence that you're making inroads in the conservative movement is that you're having a gay grooming scandal. Because that's what that's what the conservative movement is. It's a gay that grooming. You're on your way. That means you've you've you're, you've arrived. The problem the problem is like. No, oh, go ahead, Morza. I was gonna say going. what's funny is the only reason why Green was even there in the first place is because she's essentially Milo's puppet. Milo works for her and does a lot of the social media stuff yeah. for her. He does he he put he books her for things. So the access to Marjorie Taylor Green came through Milo, which is why they thought they had that political expediency, but. As it turns out, she's basically just Milo's puppet, and she's doing things like calling uh, Nick uh, a federal informant and a weirdo on on Twitter, which you can tell like that's Milo's voice coming out through her tweets. But it's one. But like they're just saying that now, like oh, but she he works for her, and he's just just like well, again, like a year ago, you were working with these people, and you were proud, and you were thrilled, you were over the moon. This was a selling point of America First. We have Margie Taylor Green at our at our at our uh, at our conference. And now the story's changed. Now that now he's a gay faggot and she's an evil, like steroid abusing sex addict or something. It's like you didn't like you didn't think that a year and a half ago. You didn't think that two years ago. You know? It's just the entire thing is just it's such bullshit. And um I, the reason we're talking well, about this well, is like I mean the, on on, the, on that particular subject, I, I think I think it's very likely that she's a bit of a whore. I mean I just a don't whore. I, I mean, I just don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in she's the. She's a con- politician. And, she's an empty suit. Yeah. I mean, but that's the point. It's like, yeah, why are you, why are you pursuing like pats on the head from the from politicians? It's like, is your is your movement like you're are are you infiltrating the geo? No, you're not infiltrating anything. You're basically trying. You're trying to you're trying to fucking elbow your way in to be part of that world, and you keep getting rejected. There's no reason to be part. Like, what? Why is the goal to be part of that world? That world is depraved. That world is a bathhouse. That world is a is it's 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 the the party that's designed to lose all these all these fights. When you get into it, and the be- people that you're and the people that you're arguing with and having fights with, they're, they're puppets. You're 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 fighting with the puppets. Yeah. So you're, you're not even like you may think like oh I'm I'm fighting the power here. No, you're just fighting like the lowest level possible person, no, the play- person who matters the least. You're playing the role. You're playing a role that you're supposed to be playing. And the fact that these people, like this the scene. Like the, like the critics of America First are not generally they're not Nazis they're part of the dissident right, which I'm not even sure what the dissidents means because they do the same things like the critics of America First that are that are doing a lot of commentary on this scandal are doing what you said Boris like they're they're pointing out like oh I thought this was supposed to be optical you know and they're and they're making the point I mean it's like you were you were you were touting that your friendship with Marjorie Taylor Greene two years ago but they're treating it as if like losing. Losing approval from Marjorie Taylor Greene is a devastating thing that shouldn't have happened. Like we want, 
we want a bunch of cat boys that are going to be able to keep Margie Taylor Green on their team. And I'm sitting here like, why? What do you need her for? She's totally ineffective. She's a puppet. She's like all these people, these Congress critters mean nothing. They, they, they mean the status quo remains. Like if your goal is we've got to find a way to get more and better Republicans elected, then that's just that's perfect, man. Like, just do that. That's just we have we have to we have to play our role within the Jewish power structure to make it look like the kayfabe is good. You know, we got to sell these defeats harder. We got to make it look more believable because that's what it's going to happen. These people are all frauds. So we're getting a little far ahead because a reason I wanted to talk about this a little bit is because there were people I, I got commentary, I got emails and comments on things we were doing, there were people were basically saying, I had no idea that this was going on until you mentioned on prep. So I thought we should go over it a little bit. The, it started, yeah, and Alex says he doesn't even kind of know what's going on here. So I, I actually don't. I don't. Yeah, we have to build a timeline here, probably. Yeah, so for me, it's uh, it, the first thing I heard about was a few weeks ago, there was a bunch of text messages between Milo and Fuentes that dropped. I think the texts were from like 2021. And they were really humiliating for Nick Fuentes. So people were just making fun of him. It was like Milo was telling him what a shit job he was doing. Uh, he was telling him that this and that protest looked bad. You didn't make a grand entrance. You looked like an idiot in this in front of the small crowd. Uh, there was you're, the, you're short, and Nick's like, how, well, how am I supposed, to, how get I supposed to get taller? And then he's trying to tell him how you make up for your, your short stature, et cetera. It's all, it's, it's all very funny stuff. But what it established was that the relationship was... Um, you know, Milo's in charge and Nick is doing everything he says. And Nick is very like simping. He's he's very uh submissive to him and he wants to the, impress him. And these and, and these were allegations that Jay, that the former treasurer of America First, Jaden McNeil, had made that uh when he was doing his ba- his tell uh, his tell all stuff, he yeah, said year. that Nick defers to Milo quite a bit, and he always talks to Milo whenever he's not certain about something. And these texts right. appear to corroborate that that allegation that Jaden McNeil made. So again, just want to put forward, like, so you're putting your 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 top advisor is a gay man who pretends to be a Catholic, who has who has gone on. I think he went on the kill stream at one point and held up a hard drive that he called the vault. He said it was filled with dirt on everybody, and that he was going to start releasing things. You make this guy. This guy's your advisor, which is really yeah. Milo Milo did that at a low point, a very low point in his career. This was before Mm -hmm. he got into Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. Mm -hmm. It was basically when Milo was just a laughingstock lol cow with a with a Telegram account, Mm -hmm. and he was getting kicked out of furry conventions. Like he made that (laughs) he made that statement at that time, and so whenever when. When he, uh, Nick went on Milo's show right after the Groyper Award, people kept bring, like, kept, people brought up that clip. It's like, hey, uh, this guy has admitted that he's a blackmailer. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. So in the course of these texts, there, there, there was actual an actual piece of meat in there where Milo is telling Nick, is asking Nick like, how many of your how many conference goers, how many AFPAC attendees have to be molested by Ali Akbar before you get rid of him? That was one of the things. Well, how many? 10, 20? And then the jokingly Nick responds like, I guess by 50 we'll have to cut him off. But there was there, there was quite a few ex, there was a few exchanges on well, this so, subject where I, I just, oh, I just want to add in here because again because I I'm going to assume we have uh, we probably have audience people who are very out of the loop on stuff. Just oh, a reminder: man. Ali Akbar slash Ali Alexander is that half black, half Arab, though everybody thinks he's like some kind of Somali or Pakistani. I understand Dravidian. why, but he's the he. Yeah, the like the the pseudo Dravidian, yeah. who 
he organized the Stop the Steal right. protests. And he was – you guys actually did a great episode years ago where you were going through his Amazon wish list. That's where the Tungsten Cube Yeah, the Tungsten Cubes. And uh, he, was the guy, he was the guy standing in front of Alex Jones talking to some just, just protester saying if the hillbillies are, are going to come up with all the ideas, we're going to lose. That's like he told a white man that. Yeah. At the, and, and Alex and Jones just stood there like mm-hmm. – um, it's been an open secret for over 10 years that he's Carl Rove's former rent boy. Yes, Carl Rove's rent boy. He used to be he was so he was some sort of rent boy on Capitol Hill and he is he's been convicted of like credit card fraud and like theft because apparently according to what Mike was speculating the other day was that like he just steals from his clients. And <laughs> Carl Rove being probably so he gets so Mike, this guy Mike said years ago gays just steal yeah. things and he I mean like look how many yeah. times he's been proven <laughs> yeah. right on that yep. so so Ali Alexander sort of gets shat out of the normal conservative movement over this stuff and he ends up side by side with Alex Jones with Milo with the, the sort of the so-called dissident sphere the alt light we used to call it and he's just out there operating with them so he's out there among the dregs he's among the outsiders that want in the conservative movement desperately and he's and he's running the stop the steal movement in 2020. And he's right there with Nick. He's right there with Alex. And so in these text messages, Milo is telling him he needs to get away from him because he basically he's telling him he is a sex offender. He he flirts with young men and he tries to solicit nudes and, as he called it, jack off material. And Nick is very like the responses are sort of like ironic and wishy washy. And he doesn't it's 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 clear that Nick doesn't want to get rid of Ali Akbar from whatever Um involvement he has with america first and everything's going on it's sort of unclear what the role is but he doesn't want to get rid of him like the every exchange about it between him and milo is goes just sort of unresolved and you can like sense milo seething over it for some reason so it seems like i don't know i don't want to give i don't want to give milo any credit but it, it, it he does seem to come off like he has a a, a, a genuine like motive of getting rid of but it's like is the genuine motive because he's afraid that like boys are gonna gonna get molested or is it just like yeah. a personal beef that he just wants he to a, get rid of him he has a, so he has a grudge with ali i think that's yeah. like what i think it, i think it, it is it, and that's neutral the, way to say it yeah and like that's the excuse they're using this some kind of personal grudge like yeah well the personal grudge has led to the release of evidence and accusations and stuff that's actually real so it, like the motive of all that doesn't matter like if it was all in bad faith like it still happens but what were you gonna ask alex i, I mean I, was, I just i wanted to zoom back for a second and observe that you've got a situation where essentially a gay Michling is trying to convince you to get rid of Ali Alexander, who's like half black, half whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and is soliciting gay porn from people. Like, yeah, that's where you are. He's telling him, I don't have the text in front of you, but it's like he is going, he is going to. What did he say? I don't think he said the word molest because that sounds just like almost comedic and it's fucking. It's like he is going to abuse young men at your conferences. It's going to happen. If you don't get rid I think of it, I think he just had sleep with, or I think he might have actually used soft language like that. I don't, I don't quite remember. But so when this all was coming out, I first saw it. I remarked on prepping the car, like yeah, it looks like Nick's getting gay up by uh, by Milo. Like I was sort of on that level. I like, guess yeah, it's probably just some bullshit trying to. But then, then last Friday. I was floored because this statement from Smiley came out. Smiley the Fed or Smiley the friend was he's probably the most like starry-eyed simping loyal groiper there is he idolizes nick fuentes he copies the way nick fuentes speaks he copies his uh accent we made fun of him on the show a long time ago when they were doing um when they were doing mask protests protests there was a video of smiling he's like yeah we're just out here 
doing some anti-science. It's like so irritating. He's trying to do the like Nick voice, and he's wearing like a white coat and um, pit vipers and shit. And it was just like, oh my god, we were just making fun of it because it was cringe. And so, so this guy is like extremely loyal, and he he basically he put out this statement about being uh, solicited for dick pics from Ali Akbar when he was fifteen, and uh, it's very damning and. It's actually quite like if you if if these people handled this better, they could have gotten away with this quote unquote because this happened before they knew each other. And basically, the issue is just how for me the issue is how Nick responded to it. So <laughs> I'll read this to you. This is how it got started. And I was so mad because this guy like this is like I don't, I don't even have an example. Like somebody is somebody that, that somebody in I can't imagine somebody in my camp who is this like loyal to me comes to me with something and I just make fun of him for it. Well, like, that, it'd be if I came to you or something. If you came you to me and a, said that like somebody like yeah. fucking preyed upon you in some way and I said, oh wow, well, well, that's really dumb. Why'd you, why'd you let that happen to you instead of having your back or instead of going out? It's, it's like, why did you tell me this sooner? It was really, anyway, I, I have, I, I struggle with coming up with a metaphor for that because it's so far out of my fucking world experience. There's just, it's just not gonna, anyway. Smiley to Fed says... I would rather be doxxed a thousand times and have a thousand hit pieces written about me than talking about this. So that tells you what it is right there. Uh, but I'm sure everyone has seen Milo's Telegram. When I was 15, I was naive and desperate. I thought I had no choice but to cooperate with inappropriate and humiliating requests if I wanted to make it in politics. I figured that was just the nature of the game. Despite being disgusted, I played along and eventually I was afraid what would happen if I stopped playing along. Nobody was taking other stories seriously, so I decided... I had a responsibility to go public to warn other potential victims. I allowed Milo to share my story because he was the only one who would talk about it. I hope my experience raises awareness about the evil of homosexuality and the vulnerability of children to homosexuals. Just know I have matured and repented. And he has the self, the guilt. He, see, this is the, this is the result of being in the Groyper movement with with Nick. It's like he feels guilt, like he has something to repent for for being for being the prey. What he's talking about is. Um, is Ali Alexander Ali Akbar solicited him for dick pics when he was 15 years old, and he and he, and he thought that like well, this is also what okay, this is also so, the, so the, the the predatory nature of homosexuality right, is right. what it does to people, to young men's minds. But look what he says. It, I it appreci- was a literal oh. casting couch situation. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate everyone's support. Losing the support of my friends is what I was most worried about with this. So he was worried about the social pressure. Against basically doing a, doing a disloyalty to Nick Fuentes by sharing this information because he's talking about Ali Alexander, who's involved with Yay Twenty Four, the 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 pretend, the pretend presidential campaign. He's involved to stop the steal. He's involved with America First, and he's the guy that, according to the text messages between Nick and Milo, that Nick won't get rid of. And so he's under a ton of social pressure to not come out about this. One of the questions: Why is he just coming out with it now? It's like, well, he's telling you because he thought that people would throw him under the bus for going against. We're going against America first. And they did. Which is why he felt he had to go to Milo and Richard Spencer to be able to tell his story. Yeah. A couple things I should clarify. I did not meet Ali in person. Also, I've already spoken with Nick and acknowledged that going through Milo was a lapse in judgment, he says. So he's been browbeaten by Nick. He still is simping for them, and they're mad at him. And it, basically the way this worked out. So Nick was smart. Nick was correctly making taking the defensive line of like, well, I didn't know anything about this. This was before I this was before I knew any of these people. And the point is like, well, you work with this person now and you won't disavow him. 
He says, like, I disavow the actions, but not the man. It's like, so you just don't disavow anything. You just don't care. Like, you're not doing it. There's, basically, what you're communicating is there's no consequences for somebody who works with you doing this to your supporters and your people. And in this case, one of your loyal fucking capos. Um, and he proceeded to make fun of Smiley. And basically throw the blame on him, like, well, you know, 15-year-old boys should know better. 15-year-old boys shouldn't be using their supple sexual appeal to get political favors from people in power. That's what this fucking what? prick said. What? This fucking prick said on his fucking yeah. stupid gay live stream with his cheap little shoot, his little cheap little suit, and his fucking ever-puffing-up old-ass face. Tell me again, he's just a kid and doesn't have any judgment. This fucking skinny, fat faggot says that teenage boys should know better than to use their supple sex appeal to gain political favors from people above them in a hierarchy. That was what he fucking said about this. That's what he said about Smiley. The eternal simp Smiley. And then he had uh, Beardson in World's... Imagine Beardson. Oh my god. We don't usually talk about Beardson because he's such a knockback. But Beardson like, wouldn't have to be doing like a daily sweat sweep up of like pedophile antics if he had just kept his crappy podcast on TRS. Remember when he was on TRS, Borzai? I don't know if anybody remembers that. Beardson was a, oh, yeah, I remember. Beardson Beardley was a TRS podcaster. That. Him and uh, Sean Hubris, who he eventually ended up like doxing to get back at him for something and got him kicked out of the Air Force or some shit I don't remember. Wait, but he's the reason he got kicked out of the Air Force? I didn't know that. Uh, actually, I should probably pull that. I'm not sure if that's true or not. That's what I've seen around. I don't follow this well, stuff that closely. Sean and Beardson are at war. Well, yeah. I mean, I like, it's war not implies anyway, it's like it's, an ongoing thing. It, it, the two of them hate each other now. They did stuff to each other. That's all I know. Yeah, it's not important. But the, the so, point the point well, is like well, the point is if you had stayed if you had stayed on the wrong side of the optics war, if you had stayed outside of the outside of the Jewish control of the conservative movement and the fake dissident movement, you wouldn't have to be doing live stream after live stream, sweeping up after pedophile groomers. You could just you could, you'd be free of that. You could be dunking on it instead, but instead, you and Wurzelroot, who I've heard is a fag, so that makes more sense now. If Wurzelroot is gay, it's like, oh, that's why he's so willing to sweep up for gay pedophiles. Because, so anyway, little tangent there. But you wouldn't have to. St- you wouldn't have to victim blame. I mean, in, imagine in the, imagine. Did, did in he this... really use the phrase "supple teenage body"? I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> okay, I don't have the quote for it, but I heard. I heard him say he was. He, he was. He was saying stuff like. Um, at least on the on the clip I saw that it, basically when I was fifteen, I, I knew what a what a penis was. I knew what a what what a penis was for, and I knew better than to send pictures to. He did. Know, he did use gay men in power. I guess he did use a pair of raising like using their sexuality to get favors for their sex yeah, that, appeal. Think, uh, he did that say that. Correct. Yeah. I don't. I didn't write down the quote. I didn't record the clip, but he did say that. Basically, it's so. Essentially, what that tells me is like it doesn't like it doesn't even even if the evidence is all fake and none of this happened, you've basically just told everyone in the entire world that there are no consequences for grooming underage boys in your thing, and it, it, you blame you blame the boy as much as the predator. That's basically all that needs to be said. Like all like at that point, the evidence is sort is almost moot because with Smiley, you know, this was years ago before there was America First, before there was anything. So, like, yeah, you don't know anything about that. Fine. But, like, what about now? Like, are you going to punish Ali Akbar now? No. Not there at all. also, Jaden, uh, I think it was last night, made an allegation. And he showed a, showed a purported screenshot oh, from a Groyper General chat from 2020 that indicated that Nick, what, that Nick Patrick I've seen that Casey, before. Scott Greer, yeah, that 
they were all aware that, that Nick was telling his guy, stay away from Ali Akbar. He cannot be trusted. And this was before, but this was before I believe stop the steal. So there was a screen cap where it said, if we don't get away from him, he's going to do, he's a sicko. He's this or he's that. And Nick is responding to him like, yeah, well he's, he's the gatekeeper on this thing. I don't like it, but we have to, but we have to play ball. It's I'm paraphrasing well, that. So there's a there's a new one. There's a new one that just came uh, oh. uh, that because I know the one you're referring to. There's actually a a different one. Let me see if I can yeah. I can but find but it. that screenshot establishes that that when Nick says he didn't know anything, he's lying. He knew about this kind of stuff. He knew about Ali Alexander. He knew this is what he was about, yeah. and he was sweeping up for it for again for this false sense of political expediency, so he could be part of the at that point to be part of the stop the steal grift, so he can get in because again. There were, no one was ever going to stop the steal because the election wasn't stolen. And even if it was, like Alex Jones, Ali Akbar, Nick Fuentes, and Vincent James aren't going to do anything about it. They're just going to collect super chats and donations. They're just going to go right, to these I events have- and have fun. And that's what happened. This, it's just unfortunately the political expediency is like Ali Akbar. God knows how many people he preyed upon. So, yeah, I, ha- I have it right here. So this is from the, the, the Jaden had this. this is from the Gripper Generals chat, which included also Patrick Casey and Scott Greer. Um, it's probably, why, not, those, it's probably just, why those guys yeah. left. Who knows? Yeah. So this is Nick. The way I see it, he was totally unhelpful during Groyper Wars and never publicly talked about it or supported it. He's referring to Ali Akbar. Yeah. In fact, he said positive things about Charlie Kirk throughout, and he deliberately sabotaged my effort to take down Jalen Johnson. Jalen is a faggot who worked for Turning Point and preyed on teenage boys, and I tried to get people to take it to the police, and Ali had C.J. Pearson tell Jalen's victims not to talk to me. As far as I'm concerned, keeping him at an arm's length from America First is reciprocal and fair. An arm's length. So Until, he, I mean, that doesn't indicate that. So that doesn't indicate that he knew of Ali's predilections, but he, that he knew that Ali was a problem that needed to be stayed, stayed away from because he was involved in a, in a different cover up of of underage grooming. Yeah. So, so what kind of world do you need to be gatekept by Ali Alexander? Like, what is he getting you? How does this work? Again, like you, I can't point to a single thing that Fuentes got out of it. I guess the one thing you can point out is when Kanye West does what he did, like you have a contact to, like, to connect you to Kanye West. But then nothing happens with Kanye West. So it's like, what is the... Again, it's like, now here's the, here's the latest fraud that you're... That you have a political movement is it like I well, was. I was. He, like, he it wasn't sounds even, like what he you're getting even, access to is just a cesspool of political corruption. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't even. But that's, I want to clarify here. Like he, Ali wasn't even the connection to Kanye West. That was Candace Owens. Oh. Uh, Nick. Nick brought. From what my understanding is, Nick brought Ali. At least that's what Milo's alleging. Nick brought Ali into the Kanye West thing. Yeah, I don't know anything of any of that stuff. Like they, 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 they connected during Stop the Steal when Ollie was organizing that stuff. It's basically it's That's three where g- Nick and Ollie connected. It's three gay, tar- gay retards fighting, and it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's Nick changing his story every 30 seconds. Because what's going on now is Milo, and this is where it might fall apart. Milo claims he has 25 victims that are willing to come forward, but already like victim number two got cold feet the other day. And I'm just wondering, are there even 23 more? Because it's like... If I if if I was uh, I, I try to imagine like how you run a gay op like this because his 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 strategy is obviously to like drip this stuff for a long period of time to make Nick look as retarded as possible because every time something new comes out he has to change his story it's already happened with only two accusers and one whose um, evidence drop hasn't even happened yet he's already changed his story about when he knew who he knew what he knew how he knew it he's changed 
his involvement and his knowledge of things like several times over the past several days, just between Smiley and uh, there's a guy named Lance Videos, I think, is the second victim who got cold feet. Yeah, Lance Johnston. So, because Lance Johnston allegedly, he alleges that uh, a few years ago, or just much more recently than Smiley, that the uh, there was grooming that happened and that Nick knew about it. And that, you know, behind the scenes, everybody agreed to not go anywhere with it. But Milo's coming out with it. And, of course, that makes Milo like, why didn't he come forward with this sooner? It's like, well, first of all, it's like male rape victims. I mean, we've all seen Pulp Fiction, right? It's a dumb movie, but it's like, no, I'm not okay. You know, it's like there's a lot of shame. Very involved. fucking far, far from okay. From, yeah, very fucking far <laughs> from okay. Very fucking far from okay. And, that, and so you just basically people people get like it's it's amazing when you have a basically when you have a cult like this. It's like, I don't want to damage the cult. Like, this would be, like, these, these allegations I'm going to make, my, my being sexually abused would be bad for Nick Fuentes, so I'm not going to go come, I'm not going to go public with it. <laughs> and then and they, these guys don't do it until there's some kind of uh, personal falling, because these, these guys have personal fallings out all the time. And when you have a personal falling out with people that have been molested by people that work with you, ooh, it's going to get ugly. And it has gotten it's ugly. It's starting to sound a lot like an actual cult, because we've got... We've got sort of a Jesus figure. We've got a lot of uh, inappropriate sexual stuff going on. So it's just a dumpster fire, and I'm already feeling exhausted talking about it. This, like, the fact... And I thought this was a big deal, but it's actually, like, these people are so obscure and so small that, like, the scandal can't even keep trending. Because what what happened with this was the mainstream media started to pick up up on it. Daily Beast, Yahoo News, Drudge Report. This This was being blasted out. Because the story, because they, because everybody has stock photos of Donald Trump standing next to Ali Akbar. Everybody has that, so they're putting that out there. Like now, the Mar- and Marjorie, and Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green standing next to him. Yeah, Mar- the, Marjorie Ali Taylor- Akbar was a fi- was a fixer, hatchet man, and politically connected person who could procure things for people. Yeah, and now he's, he's in all these photos. Now he's basically procured, and this is what makes me mad about it. And this what this is what makes it beyond just like what Nick said about his friend Smiley. And that they shouldn't be using their sex appeal to get political favors from their superiors. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> um, is that this has basically handed, like, the L to the... Cons- like, any progress the conservative movement can make on trannies and grooming and gay shit, it's gone now. It's like, in the public conversation, it's like, no, the MAGAs are groomers. Look at here's like... Because you can't really point to... As, mu- as much as, like, the drag queen story where people get caught with, like, CSAM now and then, you see, like, one story about it and they they cover it up. But now you have every time somebody wants to talk about that, oh, what about Ali Alexander? What about Miley Yiannopoulos? What about, and they were all Trump, what about all these stop the steal, these stop the steal people were all grifting? Because to my knowledge, not even, I don't know if Alex Jones has done anything about it, because Ali worked for um, 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 InfoWars as well, did he not? Wasn't he yeah, he has. He has. I forget. I forget the exact association, but yes, he's also associated with Alex Jones. And Alex Jones, Jones, to my knowledge, has not commented on this. Yeah, and you know, Alex Jones, Mr. The world is run by globalist pedophiles. It's like, well, what about that one? What about the guy on your staff? Like, are you? Well, I disavow the. I disavow the acts, not the man. I need political. Well, and he's, uh, this is really taking off here. New York Magazine this, has an article about uh, Ellie Alexander who's listening news. Yeah, wow, yeah. It's, it's we, I, did, I did the. I did the Intelligencer article yesterday for the Third Rail to give people some. Uh-huh. Uh, what, some idea of how the mainstream is reporting this. The other problem with this as well is that it'd be one thing if this suddenly came out of the blue. Like, remember what that guy from the, uh, what was it called, the Lincoln Project? Lincoln Project, yeah. Who it turned out, yeah, who had the same, basically the same kind of scandal going on. Okay. For a lot of people, that came out of the blue. But 
people knew about Ali Alexander for years. Like it's it, yeah. it is an open whenever Ali knew. Alexander comes up in the news, people talk about oh it's Carl Rove's Carl Rove's rent boy. Oh that you know oh that guy keep your teenage boys away from him. That's mm-hmm. why I'm confident that this entire scandal is real and they're fucked because it's Ali Akbar. Everybody's known this for years. Like it's like it's it's like only America First peoples weren't aware of this. Like they were the only people on earth who didn't know who apparently didn't know enough about Ali Alexander to work with him or, around teenage boys was them. <laughs> It's like, how so what, what kind of optics are these? We've got the international media reporting on all right. the same stuff we were well, just talking about. What I was just saying, though, is like, it, yeah, the international, like, the entire media reported on it, but it couldn't trend. It just died. It just disappeared because, like, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, it's just those weirdos again. No one cares. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, not, it's like, no one's surprised and it's not even a big, they can't get any traction with it, which is hilarious. And it's so sad. And what really bugs me about it is when it does come up, right? Like, for the people that read that kind of media, there's, there's no, there's no distinctions amongst who they've decided is far-right white supremists, right? And that's what's really damaging. So whether you're a dissident, whether you're outside, whether you're not part of the dissident, right? You're just part of white supremism. Whether you're a genocidal maniac like me, you have now have to contend with, like, well, no, actually, those guys are fags, and I hate them, too. Like, I have to explain to people that, like, you know, no, you know, conservatives, they're just a different kind of liberal, and they like gay marriage, and they do this stuff, and they, they just think it needs to be kept under wraps. And the reason this got out is because they're not part of the official conservative movement where they have fixers, and they have the ability to keep their disgusting sex scandals hidden from view so that the entire, like, fucking game isn't exposed. But these people, being misfits, and having and basically having served their purpose already and being used up, so yeah, you can just let them twist in the wind with their own scandals. So it's pretty disgusting. I- I, I'm, I'm seeing text messages that are allegedly between Smiley and uh, Ali Alexander. It's being reported in the media here. It says really? uh, this is, this oh, is yeah, coming from those. Ali Alexander. Yeah. And it goes as follows. It all depends on what we're up to. No matter what, I'll let you meet Milo. There's probably five people I'll introduce to him. Yeah. But who will be my arm candy? Yeah. The, the one with candy. me always in VIP and in and out. Well, that is to be determined by the boy who plays his cards the most correct. Yeah. I, I mean, you got you got the Krasensteins taking away. Yeah, on this basically, one. yeah, the Krasensteins <laughs> t- took massive W's on this stuff, and only 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 America for only Nick Fuentes could hand the Krasensteins a massive W. Yeah, it's a good day to be a Down syndrome Democrat right now. It's like the only, only these people could do that because he's le- and it's mostly because of his own fault. Like he's going to be hung by his own words. Like I don't think he's ever. Gonna, I don't think Fuentes will ever be in court over this. But like the things he said about it, just because he thinks he can lean into it. You know, he's going by the old school, you know, Donald Trump mantra of like never apologize and always like shove your things in people's face. The stuff they, the stuff they think you've done wrong. It's like well. When you've got gay pedophile grooming, like you probably shouldn't lean into that. You should probably be looking to clear your name and stop telling three different stories. Like he'll tell the story. I, I was watching a Kino Casino clip where they were watching a Nick clip, and in the span of like three minutes, he went from "I never knew about this" to then saying how to complaining that Milo knew about this, and then talking about how Milo told me about it so many years ago. Why didn't they make it public then? It's like so you did know about it, like, and then back and then back to like I didn't know anything about it. It's just so weird. Like within. Within like paragraphs in his own words, as he's monologuing, he's changing the story and contradicting himself and basically establishing, yeah, you knew all about it years ago and you were part of the discussion as to what should be done about it. Should it go public? Should it go to law enforcement or not or handle it internally? And basically, yeah, we'll just cover it up. We just won't do it because he, well, you know, Lance videos doesn't want to doesn't want to do harm to your movement, your movement of of cheering for losing uh, 
conservative primary campaigns that don't go anywhere. Your movement of pretending this person's America first, and then they don't know who you are, they find out who you are, and they run screaming from you. Like that's your movement. So it's really fucked up. And um, I don't know where I don't know what else is worth reporting to our audience. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, concerned. I mean, it's, 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 boundaries it's, it's, are well, this, cool. Allowed <laughs> to say no. However, the less you deprive me of, the less I deprive you of. I'm a big sharing person, unless it's not even. So that's that's, that's Ali. That's Ali Alexander saying that to smile. Yeah, so this is that's. Does that sound like somebody's being tempted by the supple sexuality of a teenage boy, or does that sound like a predator basically dangling the prospect of favors and fame and and political expediency to a young man who is protected by the law of this land because. The law of this land recognizes, and any normal person recognizes, that somebody who's 15 years old may not have the mental acumen yet to refuse such temptations, which is why the law exists to prevent those who don't. You can say, oh, you want, I was 15, I knew what a dick was. Like, I'm, I'm sure you did. But that doesn't mean that every 15-year-old knows that they shouldn't do that. That's why the laws exist. Because not every 15-year-old develops an, an adult sense of self-preservation. And there might not be, they might understand that, like, you know... If you send Ali Akbar the dick pic, you're going to meet Milo one day, but you're just going to become somebody who's doxxed who can't work for a living because now you've be, you you were allowed access to this fake and gay political movement that is still to make things look so good that, is targeted by the system well, I, I, that it's supposed I, I, to be. I want to understand. Well, here I'll because like here's something you I want to add to this, which I think will okay. help explain some of this. You, have, you also have to remember that these guys, these teenage boys that were following Nick, like they were being. Uh, jazzed up quite a bit with the rhetoric that mm-hmm. America first yeah. uh, harps on. It's like, oh, America, like America's doomed. Like we're the only thing that's going to save it. Like we have, to, we're going to save like total area victory. We're going to be the ones that actually save the white race. But we're going to do it kind of in a funny, ironic fashion. Like these guys, he, they, were, they're baking in this kind of extremely online meme culture, mm-hmm. but also the sense of urgency about it. And you have very impressionable guys yeah. that want. It's like, well, I want, I want to help. Like, how do I? I guess this is and then you're going to have some that are being preyed upon that are going to be like, I guess this is, you know, I have to take one for the team. This is this is what I have to do to be of use to the movement. Oh, that's right. That's so that's what that streamer Big Tech came out and said. He said, if Smiley has to suck a dick for total Aryan victory, then Smiley has to suck a dick. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. That's what he said. And he said, he said, if every one of you has to suck a dick for total Aryan victory, then so be it. Every one of you has to suck what, a dick. What kind of victory? Yet again, what 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 is this on ramp that you're getting onto? Where is this taking you? It's just taking you to like, please keep sending super chats to cozy.tv. Please, somebody keep yeah. donating to us because I think I think they're pretty much cut off. I don't know. I, I don't know how much like that's, really, that's a re, that's a real re, that's a real redefinition of pyrrhic victory there. Yeah. Well, it's like to be to be to defeat the international Jewish cabal of, of of pedophiles. Like you have to become your own international cabal of pedophiles. This, you're just not Jewish. This is it's this like, is. T- this is taking to to defeat the Jew. You must become the Jew way too yeah. far. It's just like it's crazy. But that was said on Cozy. That was I think. Uh, to be fair, Baked Alaska has been like fuck this. I don't know if he's actually well. Ba- ba- he, Baked is very close with Smiley. They're like, buddies. Those, yeah, those guys have done stream. They're they've done streams together. They've hung out all the time. So he actually does consider uh, Smiley to be a, a real friend. I I actually think Baked is probably being sincere with his disavowal. Now he's devout, so. only disavowing Ali specifically. Right. He's not wading into the general America first discussion on that. He just disavowed Ali Alexander and said he's not going to be working with him at, at well, all. In the, ever again in the ever since coming forward, Smiley's been all about, like, don't blame Nick for this. Everything he can to, like, sweep up after. 
<laughs> it's crazy. As so you're a glorious he, leader. As he makes fun of you. He says, the other clip I was like, of course he was smiling, right? It has to be smiley. It's like, Mr. Like, Ben Shapiro, you've, you've, you've spun your last cradle. Because that's an Instagram video he did. And he's like, and then it's like, oh, by the way, I was molested. It, like, he's making fun of you, smiley. And you're still, he's making fun of you for being fucking the, the predator for one of his political associates, or the the prey for one of his political prey. associates. Pardon me, I misspoke. I do it a lot. He's making fun of you on his streams every night. He's making fun of you for being a victim, and he's blaming you. He's like, that's a bad thing too. It's just, it's insane. A political associate that your your leader decided was politically expedient to have around, like he made that decision, and then this this guy abuses somebody, and then he blames the victim, like. What an awful piece of shit Nick yeah. Fuentes is. Oh, but, but you're you're clutching your pearls, Alex. You're moral, you're moral fagging. fagging. I, lo- I love that terminology, moral fagging. Well, it's you're just, like, so you're just fagging. You're just like wearing Ali Akbar's pearl necklace. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's the difference. Like, I've got, well, cl- that, I'm clutching actually, my pearls. I will clutch my pearls all day about, like, molesting boys. I will clutch my pearls all yeah. day long. I will, I will moral fag against not grooming Teenage boys. I will moral fag against I will, the most I will disgusting moral fag all day long on that behavior that I think is the most depraved and disgusting possible. Yeah, I'm going to moral fag about that. I'm going to clutch my pearls and say, "Ooh, that's gross." People, someone should do something about it. Oh, I, I will just... die on the hill of like, you know what? It's a bad idea to serve young boys to dysgenic monsters. I will absolutely die on that hill. I'll have that flag unfurled, and I will fight and die on that hill proudly. How about we ask we ask Charlie Kirk? How does how does sucking how do how does children sucking adult dicks help us achieve total Aryan victory? That's the question I want to know. That's <laughs> the question I want an answer to. Just to, to paraphrase the old Groiper War question, they would ask Charlie Kirk, how does a, how does gay sex like advance the culture war, make us win the culture war? It's like, well, how does how does like how does sucking the dick give you total Aryan victory? Because it, it's there's no victory going on. Like you can't even does, does so Paul Gosar even tweet about them anymore? Like does the does Paul Gosar's like like um secret well, fucking American Paul for, Gosar was oh you're you're about to say it yeah the only reason why Paul Gosar was tweeting about it was because that's who because his intern was a was a groiper who yeah, was he, had a gro- he had account. a groiper intern that tweeted all the time so there was never <laughs> does he oh, know about this yeah. what does he think like where's the political expediency like with the political expediency is like there isn't any you've gotten zero gains out of any of these people you've just gotten scandal after scandal. So this is an ongoing developing situation because yeah. po- because Milo's basically promising to dish out a lot more details on Tim Pool's show on Friday. So oh, that's right. He's, dri- yeah. he's basically doing this drip, drip, drip method uh, of trying to which, unfortunately, kill off Nick's career by, which, unfortunately, a death by a thousand cuts. Essentially, which, un- unfortunately, knowing him, he might have nothing. He might yeah, not I mean, have twenty three more people. He, he could, could be totally be bluffing. bluffing. And hoping that like it just burns Nick out early. So I think that's part of Nick's strategy is like he thinks he can just survive it by not by not apologizing, by not copping to it, not taking any responsibility, making it into like a meme and a joke, like laughing about Smiley being molested by a disgusting brown man is just like that's part of your. You didn't have to post that. Now we're just gonna have to what, live what with kind it. Kind of a smooth political operator that runs around with these types of people. One who like, apparently and, understands how the conservative and Republican Party works. Somebody understands how to grift online. I mean, it's, it's basically just, yeah. just what it is. This person's always been a fraud, always been a grifter. Never will be anything the, else. The, and what the other thing I was going to say is that oh, does associating with these people not just blow up in your face sooner or later? 
That's why we didn't associate. The only reason we ever came anywhere near Milo is because, again, the mirror image, the same person as Nick Fuentes. Richard Spencer just couldn't get over the idea that somebody was giving him attention in the media. When Milo Yiannopoulos was like the tech editor for... I don't remember which publication, but Milo had a mainstream. Breitbart? Was it Breitbart? Milo had yeah, a big a, job, a big on him, and he gave he gave uh, Richard Spencer attention in the media without condemning him, without moral fagging, but without clutching his pearls about Richard Spencer being an evil white supremacist. So Richard Spencer could like could not like could not just be like I don't want anything to do with this weird faggot. No, we had to be like, and we, we would have these debates since we were like attached to him at the time. For some reason, he had this. We had to have this constant like struggle session. Like we want to get rid of Milo. We want to disavow Milo and say fuck him. He's he's gay. He's the dangerous faggot. Like emphasis on the danger. And then what happened? We were right. He shows the vault. He uh, gives evidence to Kaplan and Co. for the Charlottesville case that harms Spencer. It's like your instincts were wrong. Like you once again, you were felled by the fact. Like the political expediency is I'm getting attention in the media, and that's all I care about. T narcissist Richard Spencer, same person <clears throat> as Nick Fuentes, just in a older, shittier body. Well, they both have pretty the thing, fat, shitty bodies. The other so thing I about really say that. Soft, shitty body. Soft, yeah, shitty body. That was the... Cl- I, fuck, I'm sorry, everybody. I just... I screwed up a Bulbasaurism because <laughs> I was getting ahead of myself. My, my soft, <laughs> shitty body. It's That was the beam I was trying to do. I forgot. Go ahead, Borza. I'm sorry. I was going to say, the other uh, aspect of this, of this, especially with the defense of it, is it's just the natural evolution of the Weinstein defense. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, this is what the dangerous precedent oh, yeah. was. Anytime someone's using... Their position in a hierarchy. Anytime somebody's using a power imbalance to extort sexual favors out of you, it is a depending on what state you're in. Uh, some places it's like third degree sexual assault. I don't know. There's like different laws for it, but it is. It's akin to rape. It's a sex crime to leverage your power over somebody, no matter what it is, no matter who you are, no matter who they are, underage, of age. It doesn't matter. You're committing a sex crime, and it's not. And, it, and you you don't get to blame the victim in that because that's why there are laws against it. When you feel, if you're whether it's a casting couch in Hollywood and you're Harvey Weinstein, or it's Ali Akbar offering to let you meet Nick Fuentes or Alex Jones or something, it's the same thing and it's a crime. And the reason it's a crime is because we deem people in that position they either feel powerless or they don't know they're not they're not cognizant of the fact that they're being abused, that they're being extorted. That their you know your their hamster wheel might run for self preservation. It's like, well, if I just give into this, I'll be. It's like, no. The law is there to protect people to do it for a reason because not everybody, not everybody is uh, strong enough to refuse this stuff. You know, some people fall for it. That's why the world is so shitty because people fall for stuff like. Oh, you're just you're just a male feminist, Ben. That's just a male feminist. Yeah, well, they they gave the game away all those years ago because it's it's essentially like these people are temporarily embarrassed child groomers. They are putting themselves in the position of of one to be able to do that, get away with it. They're not embarrassed though. I might, I might have a position of power someday, and I might want to use that. But yeah. what if they what if they use laws against me? Against me? Are you willing to use your anti-sex abuse laws <laughs> against me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my the other God. thing I do I do want to underline this real fast. Ellie uh, Alexander has not denied any of this. In fact, in fact, he's he's, he's admitted it because on Telegram yeah. he says, "I apologize for any inappropriate messages sent over the years." Yeah. Well, he's also admitted to he also admitted to having SSA. Like the the thing is, like because like the timelines all kind of screwy on this, and people might not know a lot of stuff. People, they were denying that Ollie was even gay for the longest time. Like, were this, they? There were oh, because they do well, the thing where like he's play, he's living as a he's a he's a Catholic now. Basically, you're saying like oh, he's using the e Christian trick of I'm a Christian on the internet, 
that means all my disgusting behavior is forgiven every time I go to the confession box. And like I can just I can just keep it's like church militant. Like I can keep being gay. I can keep doing gay sex. Every now and then I just go and I tell the priest what happened and God forgives me. It's sort of this like like well, like East Christianity E Christianity, not Christianity in itself, where someone gets mad. Like these internet Christians that are involved in politics and involved in the scene, they use it just as the fig leaf to be total fucking degenerates. Like so he didn't even really do that because that was more the Milo thing with Ali Alexander. Because I remember this um, now. It, again, like I said, it was an open secret. But a lot of the people who were working with Ali would basically just ignore, like, would not comment on it, or would just outright deny that he was actually gay. And so there was never really a public admission about this. There was there was stuff like from Red Bar Radio where that floated around um, recently, which actually did show him, him talking about it. But yeah. basically, there was kind of this agreed upon thing to like not talk about this, the the rumors and some of the admissions that right. Ali had made. But right. he didn't really have a full public admission that he was gay and that he was a homosexual. Like the, this is to me like the first time I've, I've seen an actual admission from Ali Alexander that he has SSA same sex attraction. I saw a Twitter space, like a clip from a Twitter space last week where he was, where it was, I guess it was getting to him. He's getting closer and closer to admitting to it because someone was accusing him of something and he's like, don't be mad at me because I got game. What is it? I got game. Yeah. It was like, it was pretty, and that was like on the, uh, that was part of the downward spiral until like, okay, yeah, I get it. Because I saw I saw clips from Cozy TV chat of some of the uh, the Groypers, like just like the you know rank and file followers, mm. asking like, "Wait, Ollie's gay?" There, this was again, this was a thing that was basically agreed upon to not be talked about, even though, like I said, it's yeah. an open secret. Right. So it wasn't quite like the whole thing with Milo, where he said like, "I I forsake sodomy. I am a good believing Catholic." The the whole bit that uh, Milo did, Church Milton, Ollie, they played very fast and loose with what exactly yeah. was going on with him. So I don't know where this is going to go, but I just wanted to make some people aware. This is, I, this is bigger than just drama. Um, I don't know. I fear, I fear for younger children, younger, you know, teens that are going online and look, cause basically if you're not, if you're like very young and you're not a fucking tranny fag, like you're going to be looking for content that says nigger. You're going to be looking for like political content that's hard in the other way. And it's, and these people are specifically marketing to teenage boys. And essentially, what Nick has said, I mean, Nick, Nick's statements about this over the past week basically amount to like, this didn't happen, but if it did, based, and it's your fault, he basically has said there will be no consequences for any of this for somebody who does this stuff. It also shows the inherent danger of these online meme movements because yeah. when they they're going to be mar- they're going to market themselves as being right wing or ironically mm-hmm. right wing, but there's going to be a very the shows that and something that some of us have pointed out over the years that there's a very real danger to this thing basically becoming a the right wing version of Discord trannies and yeah. it's been proven that this is the case now. And it's also you just can't. It's also it, it it makes it so much harder to talk about the tranny issue and the grooming issue. Like when you can't like okay groomer doesn't hit the same anymore because like you have you have hand you've handed the enemy you've handed the Jew who's doing the grooming movements who's doing the you know you're, you've handed this this Jewish state we live under whose like prime directive is to protect sex abusers because the Jews are sex abusers by and large it's them. They love sex abuse, and they they have some like window dressing laws about it for good looks. But people like Joe Rosenbaum, who sodomized five young boys, 
was in the first place a sentence to a farce, like he should have been executed, but then he's eligible for early release. He gets early release, and thank God, like uh, Kyle Rittenhouse blows him away. But, you know, it's like this is what happens in this country, and this country wants to excuse child sex abuse, but every now and then, like, it might come down on an Ali Alexander. It might go after a Milo Yiannopoulos. It might go after, I should say, like, I don't know if Milo is actually implicated in everything, so I don't want to, I'll do a big alleged, but, you know, somebody who has suspicions around them, they might come after, but by and large, they want this stuff to go away. They want Harvey Weinstein out of jail for doing what he did. And that wasn't even a gay scandal. They just he was just like, What do you mean? What do you mean crime? He's a Hollywood producer. What are you supposed to do with young starlets besides fuck him on the couch? You know? And so you send these people out to defend that. Because that's what the system wants. And I'll I'll never come down on you know. <laughs> I'm rambling again, but it's just it had me really shook yesterday. I was fucking I was so mad yesterday. In the summer of 2019, Mr. Alexander allegedly asked then 17-year-old Lance Johnston to start sending him explicit images. Show me your eggplant emoji, Mr. Alexander wrote, according to messages. What's that? Johnston is quoted as saying in reply, oh my god, dick, Mr. Alexander wrote back. Now this is this kid. That's the second guy that that got cold feet. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. But when this was brought up, Ali Alexander's defense was, uh, you can have any conversation you want with someone who's 17. Yeah. So yet again, there's a, there's like a consistent pattern. Ali Alexander doesn't actually deny this kind of stuff. Right. He admits to doing it and then justifies it. Right. Well, if a 17 year old, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Teenagers could be here. Oh God. <laughs> oh. I've, never, I've, never, I've, never been, I've never been to this GOP convention before. <sighs> sorry. I, I, I sorry. I mean, that's why you you know though that it's not like uh, the typical like Milo gay up because the the party in question here is not denying this stuff. He's not denying any of it. No, no one's denying anything. They're saying they're saying it's not fair. Like Nick is saying it's not fair, and Ali is saying like, please forgive me. Please forgive me. In uh, fact, he even goes so far as to say, "I flexed my credentials or dropped corny pickup line." So mm-hmm. flexed your credentials, so took advantage of your position sexually with someone okay so, so what they're mostly doing is trying to throw smoke screen on it and trying mm-hmm. to get smiley and lance to basically retract mm-hmm. uh, allegations although smiley uh, claims that a police report has now been filed against yeah, Alexander, we'll see about that. i guess we'll see what what develops out of well, that hold, but re- other- retract allegations that the, uh, the other party fessed up to i mean that's what that's fucking stupid yeah that's why they're doing the whole smokescreen thing. Like they're trying to throw as much confusion and fud and and like that this doesn't matter type shit on it as much as possible. I mean, it's it's just not a false allegation. He fucking copped to doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the whole thing, like the the ostensible plan with Ali Alexander is that he's basically stepping away from public life which to oh, me like horrible. my assumption is just okay so he's just gonna be operate like the fact that step nick into a prison cell hasn't means that either ollie probably has something on nick that nick doesn't want getting out or nick feels that he still needs ollie because of uh, the connections that ollie has no, what, what's he what's he got that nick is gay i we think we know uh, that i mean i think nick just wants to continue his growing operation I and mean, that's all speculate i think he's just into this stuff and he does it too it's not necessarily that somebody i, I think so I don't think he has anything on him other than like, yeah, where this is just what goes on. I don't know. I have no. I could be totally wrong about that. I, but I, I, I perceive Ali as, you know, 
stepping out of the public line might just mean like, well, he's he's still there. He's just gonna be operating more in the shadows. But amidst all of this, uh, you'll love <laughs> you'll love this McNabb. Last night, uh, Kanye West deactivated his Instagram. Yeah, I saw that as well. I'm wondering if that's coincidental. I mean, if I was him, I mean, well, well. So, but yeah, uh, Ye Twenty Four totally still ongoing, definitely happening. Oh yeah, well, I mean, that's what the political experience is, right? That's we have to we have to pretend that we're moving forward with something because you're not moving forward with anything. But- we, just, yeah. uh, we, we didn't mention that. We didn't mention that, by the way. That Nick Nick claims that E twenty four is still ongoing. That he's still in, yes. basically in daily conversations with Kanye, and like that's this is all still. There's still a plan. They trust the plan. Yep. That's still got. While this is going on, he's still claiming that stuff's also going on. Kanye West on Instagram. This page is not available. Political organization to just stay just stay well clear of Ali Alexander and Milo Yiannopoulos and schizophrenic diggers in general. Just how about we just keep that out of out of reach? Well, this sort of thing? I don't know how to shift gears out of this because this is just so fucking horrible. And it's only been an hour and five hour and three minutes, but we, I think we need to end the hour anyway. Does anybody have any final fucking thoughts on this before we go? Because I, I don't I don't feel like I can change to like a one of these nigger shooting news stories or whatever out of this. It's like a fucking it's like a nosedive. It's like a content nosedive. But I feel like people needed to know what was yeah. going on because, also, because I, I'm, I'm really, I don't want to criticize anybody too hard, but people, there are, there's still a small number of people that want to give like benefit of the doubt to these other adjacent things. Like these things are not actually adjacent to us. There's no doubt that they can be the benefit of. These are, part, they're all, they're always part of a conservative movement. They're, they're always one step away from this bathhouse. Like there is nothing. Stop, like, it, I, it, I, it, stop, stop it! Ever once have I ever heard? Hit right now. Mike, say anything like, "Oh, well, you know, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta come to terms with Alec Alexander. You know, he's he's important. He's kind of a gatekeeper. We gotta even, make a make agreements with him." because this happened recently mm. because of the whole uh, Kanye stuff. We had people say, like our own people, saying to us, "Like, essentially, saying, stop infighting with Nick." This was, we're not this infighting. In we're, not, yeah. we're not part of this political movement. We are not part of the gay conservative bathhouse. And we, I want nothing to do with them. I don't care what kind of rhetoric they use. I don't care if they talk about Jewish... Because if you're talking about Jewish power and you're not ta- and you're doing this kind of sex, you're just part of Jewish power. There's nothing. There's no conversation. There's no overlap. If you just want to consume content and have fun, I, and, and you can ignore this stuff, I guess, but like... Don't bring don't bring onto our web zones that like these are people we shouldn't be criticizing. Like, no, these people are. If 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 these people aren't worthy of criticism, and just absolute rejection. I mean, these people are essentially these people are the enemy. Yeah, I used to tell these people like don't don't talk to us about this. Go tell them to stop fighting with us. Now I'm just going to tell them like go tell them to stop serving young boys. Tell them to, to stop being bombs. pedophiles. Tell them to stop enabling pedophilia. Tell them to stop. There's no. I, I don't tell them anything. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to know for anything know. about them. I don't want to. The case of enabling, it's just yeah. stop being a pedophile. Yeah. Stop being a pedophile. Yeah. That's my message yeah, yeah, there at first. Yeah, stop, stop being go, pedophiles. Actually, just, just stop going over there altogether. Actually, they're not fellow travelers. <laughs> they're Lindsey Graham's. They're Lindsey Graham's. Morals, just don't go. Over, just don't go over there. If you're listening to the show, you're not listening to a right wing show right now. We're not part of the right. The right is conservatives, libertarians, fake and gay American things. We're a, a quasi like national socialist, third positionist. We're something else. We're revolutionaries. We want nothing out of this system. We want nothing from the system, but its absolute destruction. 
hopefully at the hands at this point of Russia, China, and the BRICS system is going to help bring that stuff along. I want there is nothing you can get from inside the American political system. There is no person you can see on TV that's going to get anything done for you. If you see somebody on TV that's speaking the way you like, speaking things you like to hear, it's because he's he's lulling you to sleep and he's leading you to slaughter. Every fucking every fucking everyone that considers themselves right wing that's doing any kind of media or any kind of movement is a fraud and it's just a it's a it's a uh it's a matter of scale like how far into the how far into the operation before the failure happens and does the failure endear you harder to the endear you harder to them or make you just check out because when your favorite right wing thing fails you start talking about you know carrot farming in the woods and, and having your own chickens and just not using dollars anymore because that's where they want they they either want you in a fake and gay conservative movement that that they can manage and lose, or they want you out on your own, alone, atomized with no future. And I want a future. I want a future, and the future comes through Zog falling, comes through Israel losing its grip on this country, Jewish power, not globalists, not gay, not uh, the Tom Hanks pederast ring, Jews losing their grip on on. On our country's power systems and all institutions, oh, and that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen through a primary. It's not going to happen through political expediency of having Marjorie Taylor Greene be your friend for five minutes and then hate you. It's not going to come from having an intern in Paul Gosar's office that tweets nice things about your branding. Uh, it's not going to come from having dinner with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a fucking Zionist fraud. He's not going to do anything. We've, he's, or we've already proved that when you get somebody like that in power, you get nothing. You get less than nothing. You get hurt. And now, as I guess we're going to talk to in the second hour, talk about in the second hour, you're going to get one of Donald Trump's favorite campaign desires is going to come true. The Section 230 is going to be struck down. Internet free speech, dead. You're going to get that. That's what you get out of Donald Trump. The end of fucking free speech online. What's left of it is going to be completely stamped out by the Supreme Court and, uh, through uh, uh, lobbying yeah, of Jewish free groups. Speech in real life, I could go do a protest. Oh wait, I can't oh, go do a protest. Oh no, that's what you got out of Donald Trump. You got his own supporters rotting in prison for doing for doing a fake fucking uh, coup that he called for and said he would be there standing with them. You're not standing with him in jail. He didn't pardon anybody. Well, there is nothing to be gotten out of the system. The, the closing thought that I had is. There is nothing the system can give you that will justify getting in bed with Ali Alexander. Nothing. <laughs> there is no world, no possibility, no universe where this makes any fucking sense to do that. And fags out. That's the final. Fags out. You can't do anything with them. There's no, there's, there's no reason to make an exception. When we win, we're going to be cheering and doing cheers of each other with a nice six-pack of Fags Out Ale. Fags Out Ale. <laughs> Fags Out American Pilsner Lager, whatever the fuck. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. Again, anybody that didn't want to hear about this. It's not, it's not, I, this is more than just drama. Drama, drama is when these guys fight over dumb things. When they fight over well, super Well, it's important to talk about this because it, it, prove, it, it proves Everything we've been saying, first of all, that you have to be, if you want to have access uh, to politics and oh, yeah. political influence, you're going to have to be a weird freak. But also, it just proves everything that we're saying is right in terms of what mm-hmm. we're trying to do here. This, pro- If you do anything else, this is what you end up with Ali Alexander. Yeah. What you end up with is when you type in the name Nick Fuentes into Google and you look at your news tab, 
what you're going to come up with is uh, Ali Alexander texting teens. That's what pops up. The cost That's of what it, shows up. This is the Those price. are some good optics, Nick. Good job, bud. The price of the price of being part of the Republican movement is your dick. Is your sexual innocence. That's the price. That's that is what they want. You want to be in this game like all right, you start with the the sex blackmail stuff. That's the price of it. That's what you have to sign away and then you have to go out and you have to show for how it's okay. If you want to stay in it. It's very not a righteous movement fighting for our people, especially our youngest people. Then what are you fighting for? You know what the most amazing part about all this is? Mm. The current, like, sort of right wing oh, shit political okay. movement is is centered around stopping grooming. That's one of the things they talk about constantly. We've got to stop these groomers. Not anymore. Correct. We need story hour groomers. And wow, look at that, Ali Alexander grooming allegations that he confesses to doing. And that is the and that's that's the big thing. That's going to be the big... That's the Krasenstein's win. That's the Brooklyn Defiant Dad's win. Like in the public square on Twitter. is It's bad enough. Everything is so censored. But now you lose access. You 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 lose the easiest W in the history of the world of politics. Is it like talking about how grooming children is bad. And then you get to hand to them. Well, you're the one doing it, though. Why don't you just stop? You've, you've added a... You'll like this, Alex. These people have added a thought-terminating cliche to the national discourse. The uh, the right wing groomer. That's a new thought terminating cliche. Stop Republican groomers. It ends it ends the discussion on drag queen story hour on anything else that's going on on uh, uh, what do they call it HRT about you know puberty blockers. It's just like it ends all those discussions. Like these people aren't grooming. The, the problem is how do you how do you argue against it? Because like I said, this is the yearly conservative grooming scandal. It happens every single mm-hmm. year. This is just more noteworthy to us because of the of how adjacent, much more adjacent this is to us because of the fights we've had with these people. Well, pretending years, to be adjacent, but. it's not, not really adjacent, but yeah, true. Because these were the, this was this was the side we were on the other side of the uh, so called optics war. We don't want to be in a Jewish controlled space pretending to advocate for things. They are very comfortable with that, and that's how you end up with grooming teenagers. It's like you're in a Jewish space doing Jewish politics for Jews. I'm this will, will be the litmus test when you try if you try to infiltrate the Republican Party. They're going to like if you somehow get high enough, they're going to bring you into a room, present to you a teenage boy, and said, "Okay, prove that you're a Republican." <laughs> show him, show him the eggplant emoji. Anyway, let's take a break, have some let's lunch. Now that I'm, I'm trying to get undepressed during lunch so we can talk about other things and be fun. You were listening to the Daily uh, Sewer. 